It is now being recorded to the infamous cloud. So greetings, Christian Faith Baptist Church disciples, saints of the Most High God. Welcome to our Bible study this evening. Um, we have started a, a new series, a Lenten series. Um, we started last week, and we just gave, kind of gave an old gave an overview on what Lent is all about. And um, the focus scripture last week was on Luke chapter four, the temptation uh, of Jesus Christ, and um, and so the Lent season is kind of built off of that that uh, a time of uh, attempting of Christ focus of Christ, and now we are focusing on him as we also focus towards Resurrection Sunday. Um, next week, I'll give the scripture now. Next week, as I already mentioned, almsgiving. Um, that scripture, one main scripture will be Matthew chapter 6, 1 through 4. Um, again, almsgiving, Matthew chapter 6, 1 through 4, and I'll mention that again at the very end. And um, <clears throat> just a one uh, announcement. I know that many of you are involved in um, Sunday school. And so pretty soon, this will be the last Sunday that we'll be using various means, whether it's free conference call or however they're being conducted. Uh, but beginning the first Sunday in March, uh, we will have a designated uh, Zoom uh, room for the various Sunday school classes, and you should be hearing more about that. So uh, just want to make sure that everybody is aware of that. And those who participate in Sunday school who are uh, not regular attendees uh, of Christian faith, make sure that whoever your Sunday school teacher leader is, that they have your contact information so they can send you out the, the proper link. So let's go ahead and go before the Lord in prayer. Father God, we thank you uh, for another day that you made. Thank you, Lord, that we can rejoice and be glad in it. We can rejoice any day, not only because today is sunny, uh, but no matter what, you are sovereign, you are Lord, and you reign. And because you sit on the throne, it's always a time of rejoicing. So, Lord, that's our confidence. Lord, may your word fall upon good ground and bring forth the increase you desire today. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, let's go right into it. Uh, we already started with uh, what Lent is all about. Um, it's again a 40 days of, of reflection, um, renewal, and again, focus on the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, I mentioned just a moment ago the three disciplines, and this week, we will be talking about fasting. Uh, <clears throat> I know that, um, I don't know who all is on here, but I'm pretty sure that uh, you perhaps have participated in a fast at one point or another. And we'll talk about that more as we go along. But fasting uh, can be found in both the Old and the New Testament. Probably the most famous one in the Old Testament is um, Moses going up to Mount Sinai to receive the commandments, and he fasted 40 days and 40 nights. Um, but the significant thing about that is that he did that without food and water. Um, and this is an excellent stopping point or interjection point um, to add. 
if anyone is has a medical condition, before you um, engage in fasting, make sure that you discuss um, any issues with your primary care provider, those who have pre-existing conditions or you're on certain medications, um, especially when it comes to food. And we'll talk about the various kinds of fasting. So I'll kind of give that a disclaimer up front that make sure if you're gonna participate in fasting, especially when it comes to food, that you make sure that you consult your uh, medical care provider to see if there's any issues uh, with participating in a fast. So Moses, the super, what people call the supernatural fast with 40 days and 40 nights without food or water. And we already discussed last week um, the temptation of Christ where Jesus was led 40 days and 40, uh, 40 days into the wilderness. And there he was tempted by Satan. And, and at that time, as the scripture read, he was hungry. So both in the Old Testament and New Testament, we can see fasting um, occurring. So what I'm going to do, uh, there's two scriptures that I want us to read uh, up, up front. And one of those is from Isaiah chapter 58. And I'll read um, certain sections of it. I'll begin at verse 3. And then I'll go to Matthew chapter 6, verse 1, and then 16 through 18. So the first scripture, uh, Isaiah chapter 58, beginning at verse 3. Why have we fasted, they say, and you have not seen it? Why have we humbled ourselves and you have not noticed? Yet on the day of your fasting, you do as you please and exploit all your workers. Your fasting ends in quarreling and strife and in striking each other with wicked fists. You cannot fast as you do today and, and expect your voice to be heard on high. Is this the kind of fast I have chosen, only a day for people to humble themselves? Is it only for bowing one's head like a reed and for lying in sackcloth and ashes? Is that what you call a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? Verse six, is this not <clears throat> the kind of fast, fasting I have chosen? to loose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and break every yoke. I'm gonna stop reading there, the entire chapter of chapter 58 in Isaiah, and we'll discuss this a little bit more, is about kind of the, the pros, not necessarily pros and cons, but here's how it should be and this is what it's not. So we'll, we'll talk about that a, a little bit later. Second scripture is from Matthew chapter 6, beginning at verse 1, and then going down to verses 16 through 18. Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. Verse 16. When you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your father who is unseen. 
and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. So those are our, our two, two starting point scriptures. And <clears throat> I, I want to start with the Matthew 6 passage. Because um, <laughs> oftentimes when someone is, those who have practiced fasting in the past, and they look at that particular scripture, it's almost, sometimes people almost take it like they want to do it undercover. I don't want anybody to know of fasting. I'm going to do it in secret. And, and that's not really the context of this particular uh, passage. It's about not doing it so that it's for an open show to bring attention to oneself. So, you know, if you're, especially as a corporate fasting, it's okay for others to know, but the intent there is talking about don't do it so that you can bring attention to yourself. Because there are a lot of folks that want to highlight how spiritual they are, how anointed they are. And, and the scripture is very clear there. They've received their reward. That's not the kind of fast that the Lord is looking for. So <clears throat> we're gonna do a couple of things. We're gonna talk about what is fasting. Um, then we'll go into the purpose of fasting and then types of fasting. And preferably, this will be a dialogue drawing on your experiences. Um, and some of that, of course, will be anecdotal information, uh, how you've seen it effective in your own life personally or as a church. Um, and so let's start with a definition. And the definition that I'm starting from is from the Zondervan uh, Encyclopedia of the Bible. So that'll be my starting point. Um, and the definition I'm using is to abstain from food or the period in which abstinence takes place. And so from that definition, the primary um, emphasis on fasting is abstaining from food. So, uh, and, and it's, per again, <clears throat> that's the primary uh, focus. However, notice a key word in there, and that is the word um, abstinence, uh, because in the context of um, fasting, there's abstinence, which can be in, come in various forms. Um, abstinence means to push away from or not to participate in. And you have uh, the example of the children of Israel, again, at, the, at Mount Sinai, where they're told to, um, you know, put off all their um, decorative garments, um, even to abstain from sexual activity. So they were to kind of separate themselves. Um, and while I say that, I just want to put a, what Paul tells to the believers in Corinth, if you're not going to, uh, if you're going to abstain from sexual activity, husband and wife, let me put that in there, um, they only do it for a season so that uh, Satan will not tempt. So that can be a form of that abstinence, whether it's you know, not wearing particularly jewelry, kind of having a more uh, humble look exterior. Um, but there's other ways that we can abstain as part of fast. And this may be particular, particularly helpful for those who may not be able to fast using food. So let me just put it out there just um, to you who have participated in fasting before, what type of um, <clears throat> fasting have you um, been involved in, in terms of abstinence? What kinds of things have you done or practiced uh, in the past for your own personal life? 
I know somebody has at least fasted once in their, their spiritual journey. So just share with what you have done in terms of abstinence. If it hasn't been food, what else have you put aside? And I'll just use an, an example. It may be that um, you decide that you are going to you know, put the um, phone away for a while and kind of separate that so you have a, a time of focus. But there's many other ways that we can abstain from certain things. I have abstained from um, caffeine. Okay. Take your sip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a decaf tea. Uh, it's okay. It's, it's perfectly all right. <laughs> no temptation here. But I've known others, uh, my daughter included, who have abstained from social media. Okay. Okay. Very good. Watching television. Watching television. Okay. Okay. All these are, are elements that we can. So, it, again, it's about uh, a form of abstinence, and primarily it's food, but I don't want to only focus on that part. It's a time of, uh, and we'll talk about this in, the, in just a moment about the purpose of fasting. Um, but before we do that, also fasting is voluntary. Um, it's really an act of the will to saying, I am preparing myself uh, spiritually, uh, I'm preparing my heart, I'm preparing my life to focus my uh, uh, my or our attention on the Lord. So that goes right into the, the purpose of fasting. Um, so again, just repeating, fasting is a form of abstinence from primarily food, but it can take other forms as well. Um, and it's also a voluntary act of the will. Um, but the purpose of fasting, we kind of started going into that. Um, and I want us to kind of engage in a little exercise of, um, I, wa I want to do the letter S and the letter R. The letter S and the letter R. So from your own experience, what do you see or you understand as the purpose of fasting? And I have about, on my own list, about eight words, four S words, four R words, um, in terms of what the purpose of, of fasting is. For example, one S word may be sacrifice. Um, so that's kind of where we're, where we're going with this, what I'm trying to get across. And so, um, so when you think about um, fasting in terms of purpose, come up with some S words that can help us to focus on what the purpose of fasting is all about. Hmm. I already gave you one. What about sanctify? Okay. I did not have that one down, so I'll add that to my list. I'd say to strengthen. Okay. Anybody else? Spiritual growth. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm sure you have some other some other word, just another maybe one or two S words. Well, let me just go ahead and give you the ones I have. You you've already added uh, strengthen, uh, spiritual growth, uh, sanctify or sanctification, uh, but surrender. 
Um, <clears throat> and that is, I'm going to, again, this is the act of the will. I am offering myself, I'm surrendering. Um, another one which I already mentioned, sacrifice or seeking. Um, you're seeking after the Lord. That's one of the purposes of fasting is to put ourselves in a, a position to seek after and our focus is on the Lord. Uh, another word that I have is submission. Um, and it's kind of similar to the word surrender. I'm um, submitting myself, placing myself under God's leadership. This is something that we do, should be doing anyway, but especially during a period of fasting. So those are some things that maybe help us to uh, capture what some of the ideas or the purpose. Service. I'm sorry. Service. Sir, okay. Service. And that's a good one yeah. uh, because that kind of goes back to Isaiah 58 um, chapter. Let's come up with some R words. And I'll, I'll start off with one. Hope I don't steal anybody's word. And that is renewal. Okay. Yeah. Let's come up with at least four more words. Redemption. Okay, uh, let's let's that's a nice um, what I'll call church word. So uh, redemption means to to buy back or pay a price. And so what you're saying is that I'm I'm maybe redeeming some time, yes. things that I would normally um, not focus my time on. I'm, I'm redeeming or buying back that time and giving it to the Lord. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, any other R words? That was one. The rest. Okay. You said rest. Yes. That's good. I, I, yeah, that's very good. That's kind of, um, what, what we call the shalom. We are rest meaning trusting rest meaning, um, maybe taking what we would call a personal Sabbath um, to really focus again. So thank, thank you for uh, that word. What else? To reflect. Okay. Reflect. Restoration. Ah, that was one of the words I had, restoration. One Revelation. More. What's that? Revelation. Oh, wow. Okay. That's another word that I had. So, um, and... I'm not sure if anybody said repentance. Okay. So all those, and the reason why I had those S and R words, not that that is the B, you can go through the entire alphabet and maybe come up with different um, things to really kind of help us to focus on what uh, the purpose of, of fasting is all about. But let's focus on a, a couple of those. And that is one is um, uh, seeking. So when we, when we say that we're going to um, participate in a period of fasting, we are saying that our, we are seeking after what? We're not seeking after stuff um, because a lot of times, not a lot of times, sometimes people will uh, use fasting as a way <laughs> to, to get stuff from God. I'm, I'm fasting for my miraculous breakthroughs so I can get more stuff I can get more so that's not really the focus of what fasting is it's really seeking after the Lord um, one of the scriptures that's often um, good to uh, keep in mind is 
they from the Beatitudes, Matthew 5, they that hunger and thirst after righteousness will be filled. Uh, or seek ye the Lord from Isaiah while he may be found. So those scriptures kind of put it on the mindset of, uh, Lord, uh, the other one was, as the deer pants after the water brooks from Psalm 42. So those idea of really seeking after the Lord, a focused time, dedicated time, saying, Lord, I'm seeking after your face. So that puts us in that mindset uh, of seeking after the Lord. The other one I wanted to focus on was um, repentance. Um, probably the one that comes to mind um, most often for me is some, from Psalm 51, David's prayer, where he says, uh, restore to me the joy of my salvation. He is repenting of the sin um, that he committed and he realizes that he has done wrong. And so from an individual perspective of um, taking inventory of our life and shedding away those things that we know are not like the Lord. And so fasting puts us in the mindset of repentance, uh, turning away. And that's what repentance is all about. And about face, turning around. I was going one way. Now that I've repented, I'm going a new direction. And that direction, again, going where we started from is seeking after the Lord. So those are the, um, I wanted to bring that up as the purpose of fasting. And so in general terms, fasting is a way of denying ourselves um, the, the excesses in life um, so that we can be attuned to the Lord's voice. Um, is that the only way that we can hear from the voice of the Lord is when we fast? No, certainly not. But fasting gives us that focused attention um, because what, are, what, are, what is one of the basic needs of our life? If you're familiar with Maslow's hierarchy of need, you know, the shelter, uh, clothing, food, some of the basic needs that we have, um, we're saying to the Lord, I'm not relying on myself. This Lord I'm giving over to you. And I know that you are a provider. Um, just as Jesus said when in the temptation, man or does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord. So it is a time of saying, Lord, this time belongs to you. And, and it's good that when you have in that time of fasting, I mentioned some scriptures already, but you will get hungry. Can I, can I get a witness? Amen. Um, and so you... If you're used to having breakfast at you know 7:45 and lunch at 11:45, snack at two o'clock, dinner at 5:30, uh, that's your routine, and you say I'm going to put that aside. You will get hungry, um, but but it's that's why in, in fasting you have to have a plan. So what are some of the scriptures that you can use um, to that become your sustenance? And that may be, as I mentioned, Psalm 42, um, as the deer pants after the water brook, so my soul longs for you. Uh, or it may be a, a psalm, um, I surrender all. So there's ways that you can, what, when the hunger pain does come, and it will, that that's the time as a reminder, that's mm -hmm. kind of your alarm, that's the mechanism 
to, <clears throat> excuse me, remind us that we're in a period of fasting and I'm not going to focus on food. That, that food, that hunger pang was a reminder that my attention is uh, focused on the Lord. Um, I, I focus mainly on the individual aspect, but I'd be remiss um, if I did not do the corporate aspect. And we'll talk about that more later also, is that it is a time for personal renewal, seeking after the Lord, but it's also a time as the body of Christ, as the church uh, for together. And that what we do is have a unified effort of saying, uh, we as a church, as a body of Christ, or it can be within family, uh, our family, like Joshua said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Uh, but again, it could be as a church saying, Lord, we as a church are humbling ourselves or submitting ourselves to you anew. Um, and we want to be in tune with you we have great ideas, we have desires, we have thoughts. Uh, we're excited about what we think is right, but Lord, we're gonna pause to say, Lord, uh, we want to remove ourselves out of the way as a body of Christ and rely and lean on you. So that's kind of the purpose of, of um, fasting. So we talked about what is fasting, the purpose of fasting. Is there anything that I may have missed that uh, you may have come across in your own teaching or understanding or study that may be helpful uh, for us to understand what is the purpose of fasting. Okay, so I think, you know, I think we get the general idea. It is um, submitting ourselves putting ourselves aside, whether that's individually or even as a family or as a church saying, uh, our focus is on you and we're surrendering ourselves to you. Uh, so let's go into the uh, types of fasting. Uh, <clears throat> one there's we already mentioned what I would call and what some writers have mentioned the supernatural fasting that Moses did the 40 days and 40 nights. And again, that's, you know, I do not recommend that um, unless that's something the Lord leads you to. But sometimes the type of fast may be based on the number of days. So it may be that um, um, I'm going to fast from uh, breakfast, uh, not either number of days or for a period of time. So I'm going to as we would say, turn my plate down for breakfast and lunch. Um, and then I will, uh, my first meal will be at dinner. So that's one type of fast is the, for a specific period of time. And, and I wanna make sure, even though I did not cover in detail prayer, um, prayer, um, I did not mention this, but fasting and prayer go along together. Otherwise, if you, don't eat, what you're doing is not eating. It is meant to focus on the Lord. So it needs to be accompanied by a prayer and worship and renewal. And again, it's a focus on the Lord. Yes, there may be some um, health um, benefits from it, but that's not the primary 
focus. Um, so it's based on a, a time, whether it's days or weeks or just certain meals during the day. Um, there's also what has become very popular, um, the Daniel fast. Has anybody heard of that or participated in that before? No. Okay. Has anybody has anybody participated? No, sorry, participated in it or have heard? Has anybody heard of it? Yeah, I, I have. I have the I have the books, the manual. Yeah. Uh, but I have never participated. I cracked it and then I didn't do anything. Okay. What is it? What kind of fast is it? Daniel fast. Daniel fast. Was it, is it a 40 day, a 40 day or something like that? Right. Okay. So what the Daniel, one element of the Daniel fast is usually a 10 or 21 day period. And what you're doing is going back to the uh, book of the prophet Daniel. And in the very first chapter uh, where he says, I will not defile myself by eating the food of Babylon and just give us vegetables and fruit. Um, so that our you you will and judge us that we um, that this will be better for us because this is not what our God wants and so it's really based on what I would call more of a, a diet change versus abstinence from food it's more of changing your focus and say I'm I'm giving up uh, we already had one example of caffeine um, or maybe other ways but it's saying I'm going to give up um, kind of the I'm not going to have filet mignon and all those things. I'm going to really focus on almost kind of a minimal approach. Um, and that is vegetables, legumes, beans. And that's where I'm going to focus my attention. Kind of a way of saying my body as a temple is dedicated to you. So that is a form of, again, it's a form of abstinence from certain types of food. So that's one uh, way of calling on a fast. So if you hear the term uh, Daniel fast, it is taken from the book of Daniel. And what I discovered in my own research is how, at least what I'll call in the Western church, how much, how capitalistic we are. There are books, there are series, there are videos. And I was just alarmed, you know, how many uh, danielfast.com, you buy our video series. You, um, I'll give you a hint. Go to the book of Daniel, first chapter, and I think it's the 10th chapter, and it'll kind of give you a, a good idea what <laughs> Daniel, Daniel Fast is. Um, not to say that those may, because those are, those are helpful to kind of, if you're going to have a discipline. Uh, but don't get caught up in, you know, you have to spend all this money. It's really a, a, a time of giving yourself over to the Lord. So I wanted to bring that up just in case people have heard of it and churches or uh, bodies have done that. And it's a way of, one of the things about fasting in the corporate sense is it builds unity. This is something we are doing together and we're giving ourselves over to the Lord. And whenever we as a body of Christ can be united, uh, especially around prayer, seeking the, of the Lord, we can expect great things to happen. So, um, so it can be based on a number of hours or days, um, or it can be based on a 
change in diet. Another one is uh, what some would call a liquid fast where, you know, you're only going to have, you know, like uh, lemon water or water, you know, or Gatorade or other things that you still have your essential minerals. Um, and again, all that is is saying, I'm going to put that aside and I'm not prescribing anything. I'm more describing the various types of fast. Um, but it is abstaining, and that's the last thing, from certain things which we already talked about. So those are various types of fast um, that you know, we can talk about. And, and prayerfully, and I, um, that you will fast, because as I've already mentioned, um, it's mentioned both in the Old Testament and New Testament, early church, Jesus Christ himself. So uh, fasting is, and Jesus himself says, when you fast, not if you fast. So he is um, making the assumption, especially to Jewish believers then, that they would participate in fast. Let me quickly go over the, what I'll call the proper attitude in fasting. From both Matthew 6 and Isaiah 58, there's a warning, one, don't be like the hypocrites uh, to, to perform your acts of righteousness. We talked about this already. Um, it's focused on myself, how spiritual I am. I've, I've been fasting for seven days and seeking after the Lord and I'm filled with all this revelation um, and you need to be like me. No, that, that's not what, um, and the Lord warns us against that. So it's not to draw attention to yourself. Um, as it says, you know, put, put lotion on, you know, make sure you're, you know, don't, don't present yourself as withdrawn. It's about, um, not about you, but about um, really to put yourself before, um, deny yourself before the Lord. Um, should have the right motives. And this was also in Isaiah chapter 58. Um, it says, you do as you please during that day. Um, there's no sign of a a change of behavior. There was, and, and I won't go through all the verses in Isaiah 58, exploitation, fighting, and quarreling. And so if there's disunity in the body, and we're saying we're fasting and seeking after the Lord, then that's not what God wants. And so the, here's what he does want in terms of the proper attitude. It's again, presenting ourselves before the Lord, doing it before the Father, not to please others. And from Isaiah 58, it's a concern for justice. It's a concern for those in need. It's a concern for feeding the hungry, shelter for the homeless, break the yoke of oppression. So it causes for us to not only deny ourselves, but also to have a change so that we can do the work of the Lord, be empowered uh, to do the work of the Lord. And so that should be the attitude going in that we wanna be used by God um, as his vessel uh, to bring about the kingdom business, kingdom work. Um, and especially here it says, break the yoke of oppression. Any questions so far? Because I know I've been sharing a lot, but I think it's good for us to um, know what we're doing when we participate during this Lenten season of fasting. So I'll pause here for anybody have any questions, because I want to go on to 
an example of, of fasting from the Old Testament. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, there's two that came okay, to me. Go ahead. Oh, okay. There's two that came to mind. One was from uh, the book of Nehemiah chapter one, and then the other is Second Chronicles uh, chapter 20. And I'm going to focus on the Second Chronicles 20 uh, passage beginning at verse three. And I know we're coming close to the end of the time. So I'll kind of go through this quickly. Um, and I'll just read the, the, the verses of scripture. Second Chronicles chapter 20, beginning at verse three. Alarmed, and alarmed because the enemy was coming in. Alarmed, Je Jehoshaphat resolved to inquire of the Lord, and he proclaimed a fast for all Judah. The people of Judah came together to seek help from the Lord. Indeed, they came from every town in Judah to seek him. Then the spirit of the Lord came on Jehaziel. This is down in verse 14 now. Um, then the spirit of the Lord came on Jehaziel, son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Mathaniah, a Levite, and a descendant of Asaph to the assembly. And he said, and I want you to hear this. He said, listen, King Jehoshaphat, and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem, okay. this is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. And so we can see here one type of fasting was uh, they were overwhelmed in a sense of in, in desperation. Uh, they wanted to hear a word from the Lord. And you see what leadership did. They proclaimed a fast. And what happened? It says from all the towns in Judah, it was a bringing together. Remember, I talked about unity before. They came together calling on the name of the Lord and the spirit answered them. You don't have anything to worry about. You've heard this expression before. The battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. It's the Lord's. And so when we, when we fast and pray and seek the Lord, we know that he hears and answers. And this is one example of what can happen when we place ourselves before the Lord, come together and seek the, the face of the Lord. As it says in uh, another passage in Chronicles, if my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray. And that part of hum humbling ourselves can be a form of fasting. So I'll stop right there. I know it's a lot of information, um, but I pray that not if you fast, but when fast, because we know that God wants us to bring ourselves before him. Do it wisely. Do it under, um, you know, guidance for those who have any medical conditions we'll find a way of how do we sacrifice and surrender ourselves as disciples that we deny ourselves take up the cross and follow after him amen, amen. and amen. Amen. amen we're gonna get ready to close in prayer and what i want to do for the closing prayer we're going to share um some any prayer requests and then i want to play a song uh, to close us out. So first we'll have any prayer requests. Anything you want to pray about? 
Well, for those who are part of Christian faith, we have a church meeting coming up on Friday. So just pray for, for the body of Christ as a whole, lead God's leadership and direction. Yes. Do a prayer of Thanksgiving and then ask prayer for someone else. Uh, I asked prayer for my niece, her daughter, and her son that had COVID. And I thank you all for the prayers because they have tested negative now. Praise God. And I also asked prayer for a friend of mine uh, who has COVID, her and her son both. So I asked prayer for healing for them. Okay. Amen. I would, love, I would love a prayer for my uh, cousin, my cousin's wife just passed today. And okay. I thank you for that. Amen. Oh, and uh, keep um, you know, one last, keep your Dr. Ballard and his wife in prayer. And again, we welcome uh, those who are joining from near and far. Um, I know it's come to our attention before that some uh, people who are joining us are not um, necessarily members of, of Christian faith, but guess what? This is God's word. It's so good that we can uh, join uh, together as body of believers. So welcome to one and all. So what I'm gonna do is uh, close in prayer. And then after the prayer, I'm going to share my screen and close out with a song. So let's go before the Lord in prayer. Father God, we do thank you that you are a God that heals. Uh, we have asked you to uh, watch over uh, this family that was going through with COVID. And Lord, we thank you that we can hear the good report. Um, and we know that you are not only working in their lives, but so many others, whether it's COVID or other um, diseases, that you are strengthening uh, people's bodies, their minds, their heart, and restoring them to health. Father, we pray for those who are going through various medical condition, uh, emotional traumas, uh, mental health crisis, that you would bring healing to them as well. So Father, we thank you, Lord, um, for your healing power as we also lift up to you uh, Dr. and Mrs. Ballard, that you would continue to uh, undergird them for you. We know your word says that underneath are your everlasting arms. We pray for family members who are in our hearts and our concerns, uh, whether it's cousins or other relatives, that um, you would continue to lead and, and, and guide them and meet whatever need that they ha have. Father, for those that are struggling financially, um, during this time of COVID, whether it's because of loss or, of income or reduced income, uh, we pray, Lord, that you would bring them increase, oh God, in the name of Jesus. So, Father, we submit these things to you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. Yeah. Yeah. So just amen. stay on for just a moment, if you can, those who would like. I'm going to share screen, and this is a song I want to Share, I'm gonna see if you see this. Can you see that screen? Okay. And this is I Surrender All by CC Winans.
We're not getting any sound. Are you not? Okay, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to exit. Would you, would you like assistance? Uh, no, I will just stop it. Just a moment. Okay, so you all just see me now, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I would break out into a song, but what I was trying to do is um, in terms of fasting is against the time of surrender. So um, all to Jesus, I surrender. I surrender all. And that should be our prayer that we are surrendering all to the Lord. Amen. 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 Well, God bless you, everyone. Have a great evening. And we just thank the Lord for his presence in our lives. And again, not if we fast, but when we fast, uh, we're believing God for great things yes. for individually and the body of Christ in Jesus' name. God bless Amen. you. Amen. Did I, did, I miss the, did I miss the scriptures for next week? Oh, I'm sorry. I said it in the beginning, but let me uh, give it to you again. Thanks for asking. It's Matthew chapter 6, 1 through 4, and the topic is on almsgiving. Almsgiving. Um, that's Matthew 6, 1 through 4. Um, it will be on, uh, we'll explain it next week, but that's the focus because that's the third discipline of Lent. Thanks for asking that. Amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Y'all have a good night. Everybody. Everybody. Take good care. Night. Good, good night. Take care. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Good night, good Clara. Take a night. Good night, John Boy. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. Did you get the uh, uh, sound for it? Yeah. Okay, good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.